0: Welcome back to money matters a podcast series from financial planning experts pro vest that will offer insights from experts that help you better understand your personal finances and joining me this week is vincent mccarthy who is ceo of the responsible investment institute hi vincent thanks for joining us no problem and green party councillor dan boyle hiya dan hello Vincent, it's uh, quite a complicated area, so I might just start by asking you, what exactly is responsible investing and what does it have to do with sustainability?
1: Well, it has become complicated because of the use of terminology and jargon at times, but really what responsible investment is, is an approach to investing that considers sustainability. So the sustainability challenges that have built up over the last number of decades has meant that all stakeholders need to prioritize this within their decision-making frameworks. And that's why responsible investment over the last number of years has continued to gather momentum because, um, for first of all, regulators are putting more pressure on stakeholders to prioritize sustainability. But I think as well, there's an increased awareness among uh, investors that uh, this is actually something that's really important for the long term.
0: And that increase in interest, is that noticeable over the last couple of years more so?
1: It's probably more noticeable over the last number of years. I mean, my own experience going back to 2017, I was working in impact investing in Guatemala, came back to Dublin the end of 2018 and and put on a workshop saying, considering the impact of your investments um, from Guatemala to the mainstream. And I can tell you, it was very difficult to get people to the event back then. Over the last couple of years, there's definitely massive momentum behind uh, responsible investing. But I would say that the biggest push factor is the regulation. The regulators in Europe have uh, have done a lot over the last number of years, and it's still ongoing in terms of the implementation. But they're doing a lot to make sure that the world of investment uh, changes, I suppose, in terms of prioritizing sustainability.
0: Vincent, up until yesterday, I didn't know what ESG funds were. I had never heard of them, but I've been reading up a lot about them over the last 24 hours. But for people who are maybe coming onto this podcast and don't know what ESG funds are, can you explain what exactly is ESG and what are ESG funds?
1: Okay, so ESG funds is something that is referred to almost as a broad category of investment option. But realistically, people need to remember that ESG is simply a framework. There's three pillars, environmental, social, and governance. This framework can be applied in the investment um, process to consider a range of factors across those three pillars. But the actual approach taken by investment managers can vary dramatically. So when we talk about ESG funds, even though it's used as a catch-all term, what, what your listeners need to remember is that there's a range of investment options that fall under this category of responsible investment, And those investment funds can apply that ESG framework in different ways. So think of it as just a way of the carry out an analysis across those three pillars and the information that you take from that analysis. You as an investment manager have to decide, well, how do I apply it? Do I take it from a risk management perspective? Is that the priority? Or am I looking at companies that are failing from a governance perspective and I want to to exclude them out of the portfolio. So even though it's used as kind of a catch-all term what your listeners need to remember is that this this category of investment referred to as responsible investment is very broad. There's a range of approaches and so referring to funds as ESG funds probably doesn't do justice to the to to the variety of options that exist.
0: And Vincent, okay, because so it is a very complicated area and it's very complex and there's an awful lot in it for people. Then if they're going into a company such as Provest and they want to ask questions about it, they need to have some sort of a knowledge about what they're talking about. Is that where you guys step in then? You, um, I think, try to educate people on ESG funds and on ethical investing.
1: Well, I suppose one of the things when I did come back after working in in Latin America was I saw that there was a massive knowledge gap in this area. So I've been working with all stakeholders to, to try and help them understand how they can apply things like ESG and sustainability within the investment process. But from an individual client perspective, working with financial advisors, I suppose a client goes to a financial advisor with more questions than answers, right? They don't knock on the door and say, this is what I need. The process of working with a financial advisor is to tell them the particular situation and to try and align them then. The advisor then needs to align them with investment solutions that meet their preferences. The changes in in, um, recent years and has just been implemented this year is that now an advisor needs to have a discussion around sustainability preferences. So, This is very challenging for advisors because it's new. That's the main thing. That's why it's challenging and they're trying to get their heads around the essence of what the regulation is trying to say. And then at the same time, even though there's an increased awareness among the average investor that climate change is an issue or biodiversity needs to be taken care of, et cetera, the average investor coming to a financial advisor doesn't really understand how to articulate sustainability preferences in the context of their investments. So that that means that That there's both parties coming to a conversation that they're not really there yet, right? So that's what makes it challenging. But I think from um, a client perspective, it's about at least starting that conversation with an advisor and saying, look, actually, I've heard about responsible investment. I'd like to learn a little bit more about it. What does that mean? So there's an education process that needs to go on. I work with advisors, but then the advisors need to be able to communicate with their clients. And that's part of what I try and help advisors with to have those conversations in a meaningful way to try and arrive at answers that are are, um, more suitable for the underlying clients because no two clients are the same.
0: Do you find that some investors are reluctant to get into that conversation? Because I suppose for so many years, they've concentrated on things like interest rates and financial returns for people who are investing their money. So this is a whole new area that they have to become familiar with.
1: It is, but think of it this way. I mean, the world of finance and investments is, is considered um, another world for most people, right? numbers, Risk, return, you know, all the warnings that come on the fact sheets. Most people put their head in the sand and go, all "Right, let someone else take care of it and they don't know where their money's going, right? So I think responsible investment actually kind of swings the pendulum back the other way where the average individual can take an interest in certain issues that are important to them and then have conversations and look, I don't want to have any of my money invested in this particular area or I'd like to know what, what has been done at an advisor level and an investment manager level to make sure that these companies are held to account. So I think it's a positive um, thing from an investment perspective in that it's a way of engaging clients in a subject that is quite boring for most people. The way investments are communicated on, on, on for the most part, I think, um, within pensions, et cetera, kind of turns people off, where at least if you have a conversation about something That's real in terms of right. This is the impact in terms of climate change, this is the impact in terms of biodiversity. We've looked at companies and this is where they failed at at a governance level. I think it can kind of maybe connect their money and the impact more easily rather than just talking about risk and return.
0: So Vincent McCarthy from the Responsible Investment Institute, if you could just give a final message to people, you said there that we need to increase our awareness around ethical investing in this country. What would be your final message to to drive that message home to people?
1: Uh, the final message is just keep it simple, right? So all these terms, ethical investment, sustainable investment, ESG, everything. As kind of complicated things, but it's very, very simple. There's an investment approach. You consider ESG as a framework to understand sustainability. You have a range of investment options that that implement this framework. And most importantly, you want to understand the impact of your money. So if you're investing with, uh, through a financial advisor or if you're investing through your company pension scheme, just start asking some questions. And how does my fund consider sustainability and ESG within their investment approach. What is the impact of my money? Can I see the underlying holdings of of the funds that I'm invested in? So take maybe a more of a proactive approach and 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 little by little because it's something that I've seen people in the past where they get really excited about it and then they want to to kind of almost like take it all on, on at once and then it just falls away very quickly. So I think it's something you know, it needs to be cultivated and take a little bit of interest in it. And over time, I think that you'll have more of an understanding of the subject and be able to have more meaningful conversations with your, your advisors and your trustees. And uh, and then collectively, there'll be some change come about if we're all taking an, uh, more of an interest at an individual level. That's the way the system works. It's, it's, a, it's a collection of individual attitudes and behaviors. We need to see the behaviors that re- result in actual real action Um, for the better and if that happens you know five ten ten years down the line we'll have seen the changes that people are talking about now.
0: It's definitely something we'll be keeping an eye on anyway Vincent. Thank you very much for joining us on the podcast today. No problem. Green Party Councillor Dan Boyle. Dan, Vincent has been filling me in on responsible investing and what exactly are ESG funds, but how important is it for people when they're investing their money to be aware of where exactly this money is going and if the companies have any policies on protecting the environment and human rights?
2: well it's very important because the effect of not knowing is that uh, your investment can unwittingly cause a lot of damage uh, that takes decades and decades to to uh, Bring a, a solution towards, and that—that's the problem that there has been with traditional in investing: uh, the the idea that you can get a quick return and and not have to ask questions as to what the money was being invested in and what the effect of it was. Uh, whereas uh, th- there's now a responsibility for everyone, uh, those receiving funds and those making funds available, uh, to ask themselves a series of questions as to whether uh, they, the the behaviour being engaged in, the commercial behaviour, is uh, ethical. Um, the goods and services being offered are ethical uh, and ultimately that the whole practice uh, or series of practices are sustainable uh, because if there isn't, the the, it's an illusion uh, of getting a, a quick return, whereas the s- sustainable return means that you've ticked a lot of the right boxes along the way and you still manage to progress things by having the right and proper investment.
0: So bearing that all in mind, how important then is it for companies to invest in these areas?
2: Uh, I, I think qu- uh, companies need to ask themselves a, a series of questions. Uh, what is the good or service they're providing? Uh, what, what is the social, economic, environmental benefit of that good or service? Uh, what is the effect that the interactions of providing that good and service have on, on, on the wider uh, society and, and on the, the, the nature of the planet? Uh, and if most of those are positive a- uh, aspects, then you've obviously got a good Product or, or good or service to to offer people, uh, and you will attract uh, appropriate investment. Uh, we know uh, that some of the things that uh, we we value as wealth now and what has made us wealthy, particularly in in the developed world, uh, has come at an enormous price, environmentally at least. Uh, And that's come about because we failed to put a price on uh, the use of air and water and and often the soil. uh, And they've been seen as free inputs into the process where people have invested and made profits Sustainable development has a price uh, on each of those environmental elements Uh, and uh, we have to know the the effect that the the commercial process, the industrial process, the consumer process has on each of those things uh, to, to make sure that the world is sustainable into the future and that it's a better world as a result of the interactions we have with it as individuals, as companies, as consumers.
0: We would hope, Dan, that the public row in behind this ethical investing and, uh, you know, an ESG funds. Um, so what kind of a role do the government have in trying to promote this message? You yourself have been trying to raise it with the government.
2: Yeah, I think the government has a number of roles. Uh, First of all, it's an investor in itself. Uh, The government has to raise funds uh, either through taxation or borrowing or or investing in in, uh, national sovereign funds uh, to have funds that are available for the future society. We have an aging and growing uh, population, uh, so future needs are, are only going to grow. And we have to make sure that resources are available now and will be uh, sustainably available into the future. Uh, So how the government invests itself is a huge indicator as to how society should invest. A good example I've pointed out of this is is Norway with its uh, sovereign fund. It's a a country that has got enormous wealth because of fossil fuels, but it knows that its future will be without fossil fuels. Uh, And it has an enormously successful sovereign fund that they invest in everything that's sustainable uh, and has an ethical basis Uh, and uh, as a country they they are richly rewarded for taking such an approach and I'd like to see uh, the Irish government adopting a similar approach with whatever investment funds we have And, and hopefully that spills down into the type of behavior that companies have with their investment policies and what individuals do in terms of whatever sums that they have to invest and how they invest it.
0: This is Money Matters, which is a podcast series by financial planning experts, ProVest. And Dan, for people who are investing their money, I suppose issues like future returns and interest rate have always taken top priority when they're considering where to invest. But do you think that ethical investing now is going to become a major priority for people in the future?
2: I think it needs to, but it it also needs to change the nature of how people perceive investment because uh, the idea of the quick return and the volatility that's attached to a lot of types of investment, for instance, in the fossil fuel industry itself, a lot of energy companies, a lot of uh, oil and gas companies are making huge profits at the moment. uh, And and, uh, it's a a resource that is vitally needed now, uh, but also carries huge environmental costs. Ethical investment, environmentally sustainable investment means that uh, people won't necessarily get as large a, a return or as quick a return, but it will be a more sustainable return and it, it will be a less volatile investment climate that, that they're investing in. So it, it, it should be to all our benefits that if, if we rein in our expectations uh, and have uh, the, the type of investment model where uh, there is a return, it's not as big a return, but it's also uh, less likely that we that we will get the type of crashes that we experienced a dozen years ago, for instance. Uh, and and I, I think it's in all our interest to make sure that we have an investment climate where people have more certainty uh, and less expectation if we can get that particular balance right.
0: So I suppose conversations like the one we're having now are are vital to the to the future of ethical investing.
2: Yeah, I I think they're important on a one-to-one level. I think they're important within industries. They're important with the type of conversations that government have with its citizens and with other actors who are involved in how the economy is structured and whether or not it prospers. But I think the more important message, and it's equally true towards environmental policy, that if we do things... In a different way, if we do things in a more focused way, if we do things with an expectation of of not uh, changing things too quickly, too fast, uh, or or too strongly, uh, we 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 can bring about a better world, and it's still possible to achieve that development uh, by having the market mechanisms that we're used to and getting a return and planning towards a future where there is more wealth to share amongst more of us, And, and I think that may have a whole different series of debates that we have to uh, focus on as to uh, what does wealth mean and and, and who gets to share in it. But uh, as regards to how the wealth is achieved, uh, ethical investment, I would argue, is a better and the best way of going about it.
0: It's a fascinating area and thank you both for taking the time to explain it all to us for this podcast. And that's it from this episode of Money Matters with thanks to ProVest, your financial planning experts, and we'll talk to you again.